Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. We're your partner in wine, crime, and time. And this, the, the case we're going to talk about a little bit, combines all of those, I feel like, really. Definitely. I mean, definitely the time aspect. Yeah, there was some franzia okay. around, I'm assuming. <laughs> there was at least some, like, <laughs> communion wine, because oh, heavy church. That's true. A lot of stuff we cover, there's always, like, a, a, a heavy church aspect. Uh, heavy pours of the heavy churches, <laughs> yeah. I wonder, yeah, I never know what the wine at churches is. But I wouldn't. I don't know. really. I guess I could. I guess I could. <laughs> I guess I could Google that. But I'll just live yeah, in the mystery. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You got to get like a nice full-bodied red, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just like. You're just like, oh my! Yeah, do you really like taste that. the body in this one? Oh no, it's the blood. I always thought it was the coolest thing as a kid because I'm like, okay, we're all drinking wine, <laughs> what? And they're like, you can't have. Yeah, it. <laughs> you definitely got grape juice as kids. Like we have one holiday where you're oh. supposed to drink four cups of wine. Throughout the what you know, for throughout dinner, which is definitely a lot, it gets gets turned. Um, that is, but yeah, the kids would always get grape juice. <laughs> oh right, like that, and like the little like uh, the little uh, wafers and everything like that. They have it's game. They do it's very very yeah. <laughs> they do. But speaking of other things that are sweet, please don't kill me for that segue, everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> it's, that's like the worst part. It's always the transitions. Mm-hmm. Yes, but today we're going to be talking about Candy Montgomery, the murder of Betty Gore. Um, it's a show right now I'm on Hulu. Missing you like candy. Love it. Yeah, it's a show so on Hulu. It's also a song it. by Mandy Moore. Yes. No, and I'm seeing me. I'm I'm paying Mandy. I'm giving Mandy more money because I'm seeing her accidentally in <gasps> concert. What do you in mean July. accidentally? Why not on purpose? Well, I'm going to Newport Folk Festival, which is like a very fun festival. And oh like yes, I'm going, I love that. Yeah, I'm going because it's like. Lucy Dacus, Lucius, Brandy Carlisle. There's a Marin Morris moment. All like fun folk wow. ladies and et cetera. Like the National Jackie Antonoff. And then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh, who's on Sunday? And it's like Marin Morris, super fun, fun. And I'm like, Mandy Moore? Oh. That is amazing. I love her. But then I like, I went to her Spotify. It's all tangled. So I don't know what she's going to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. But That's I, tr- I don't know what she's I think do. she just released an album. Huh? But I'll be there. I need to now be front row for Mandy Moore. I mean, absolutely. Get her to sing a little sample for us to put it in the pod. Oh, I'm going to <sighs> demand. Oh, my God, that. But I'm also going to be like, only hope. Like the best song from A Walk to Remember. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what it was called. But <sighs> that. Oh, like, in that moment, I was like, oh, this was A Star is Born. Oh, I'm like, she's, I'm <laughs> like, so she has an Oscar, right? No, not yet. But I think she has some People Choice Awards. And those, those are from the people, they always say. So that's what matters more. Ugh, iconic. I love, I love all that. But that's the, that's the good candy. This is the not great one. Not great in terms of the actions the real person did. And Sarah, I feel like we have to reveal, we didn't love the show. Oh my God. It was, I thought it was boring, but okay, here's the thing. I, what I will say is that um, it's on Hulu, first of all. It stars Jessica Biel, 
and Melanie Linsky, who I love as Betty Gore. And then I don't know his name, but he plays William Lewis on SVU. I feel like you guys are going to know exactly who I'm talking about. He tries to kidnap Olivia Benson and that whole guy. <laughs> that's all. That's the only thing I know him from pretty much. And he is in it too. But I will say that I did read this morning, Texas Monthly has a very long, two-part long-form um, story just on, on this murder. And... Very similarly to the show, the entire first part of the long form piece is just about this affair. And then the second part is like affair, murder, a little bit about the trial, like the verdict is summed up or like, yeah, the jury deliberation is summed up in two sentences. So I know that's the thing that I don't get because I'm like, yeah, people have affair. I'm not tuning in to see this affair. Of like not even super passionate affair. It was more so just like two people kind of like bored and like being bad partners to their husband and wife. And then kind of just like having this affair that wasn't a crime. It wasn't passion or anything like that. And I'm like, where the fuck? Where where are we going from here? I know. I'm like, is this the affair? Because I did not like tune in to watch that show. Oh. Although I've heard it's good. Don't That show is so good. Okay. Well, when I want to watch an affair show, I'll turn on the affair. Like. (laughs) I wanted to know why this girl murdered her friend. And I don't even know if they were friends, to be fair. I feel like that's kind of deceptive marketing. That was, yeah, it was a little little weird energy. I mean, everyone's great in it. I'm happy everybody's happy. And then also I'm confused too that this show, that this case that people can't even really do justice to turned into media is getting another boot yeah. from HBO with Elizabeth Moss? No, it's Elizabeth Olsen. No, Elizabeth Olsen. The good one. Okay, love a little of them, but I don't think she needs to be wasting her time with this. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, does everybody, I mean, I'm happy Jessica Biel is getting work, but I'm like, does everybody just need to play like a bored Southern housewife driven to the edge? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe That's what the Emmys want this year. I don't know. Oh, no, it's going to be all about the scam people. Mm. Okay, if Julia Garner wins an Emmy for that, I will just die. I'll be mad because it's Amanda Seyfried. It's time to shine. Absolutely. She actually nailed that voice. Okay, but let's get into it. And before we go into it, a lot of this information is taken from Evidence of Love, Cullen, A True Story of Passion and Death in the Suburbs by John Bloom and Jim Atkinson. And Jim Atkinson also, they actually both also co-wrote the uh, Texas Monthly piece and the series of that is called Love and Death in Silicon Prairie. Um, so I would actually give that a read. It's it's really yeah. interesting. It's way shorter than a book. Um, mm-hmm. Give it and a go. You support go. some local uh, media. Truly. So thank you, Jim Only and winning. John. So that's where most of this info is coming from. So Candy Montgomery was born Candy Wheeler in November of 1949. And she was an army brat the daughter of a radar technician, and she kind of bounced around from base to base, as I've heard you do. That is part of the game. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's kind of the gig. She had an older sister, Joy, and she attended seven different schools before graduating from high school, which sounds like a pretty rough way to grow up. And she bounced around from 
Fort Gordon, San Antonio, France, Virginia, El Paso, West Germany, Washington, D.C. I mean, this just sounds like where in the world is Carmen Sandiego over here. <laughs> where in the world is Candy? Truly. Uh, we we could have watched that show instead. In a different world, she's doing, hosting a travel show. Oh, my God. Seriously. So, <laughs> I feel like with a name like Candy, it's like a good... She could be a good... Uh, Candy Wheeler in her 18-wheeler? I mean, uh, yeah. The show is written, if only... She didn't, didn't need an affair. Someone. She needed an agent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she had kind of a strained relationship with her parents and was known to be a bit of a rebel and ran away from home when she was 14 with her best friend, Chloe. This is funny. They were found the next day at the mall, hungry and ready to go back home. Why did you just eat the cinnamon buns? Like, what do you mean? True. How are you hungry in a mall? <laughs> I feel like Malva was probably like 15 cents then. Who knows? Yeah, who Maybe knows? Eight. They probably had no money, but I just think that's kind of hilarious. Well, there's free samples. I, mean, back then, <laughs> I feel like right. at least back then, yeah. Yeah, go hang out uh, in front of the person with the little chicken on the toothpick. Yeah, some orange Julius, yes. <laughs> uh, so she eventually graduated from high school and some more respect is due, decided that her next goal was to find a rich husband. Hey. I mean, no. hey, to a degree, I feel like we're all just looking for a rich spouse. We're all just looking for something rich. <laughs> Let it be a rich donut, a rich man, a rich person. Exactly. You know, you trip and you get rich at, at a Kmart or something like that. Oh, my you God. Know? Yeah. You got hit by like somebody in the car, whatever. Oh, my God. City you bus. Your university, like, uh, like golf cart that goes five miles per hour and then it just lightly boops you. Oh, yeah. my God. And you're like, my back. Oh my god! Like I truly, my loans are a problem. Every time I pay my loans, they're like, "Bitch, you couldn't find a golf cart." Yeah, I know. I gotta go f- searching for a golf cart uptown. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "This campus is walkable." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> so Candy eventually moved out of her parents' home and found work as a secretary for the El Paso Times, and mm. she dated a few men, but nothing really seemed to work out. Happens, girl. Yeah, truly. She then started working as a secretary at a furniture factory, and one of her coworkers decided to set her up with her son, who turned out to be Pat Montgomery. I feel that's, like, major, like, that's, like, such energy from, I guess that's what the show got, right? I feel like everybody there is trying to set up their son with somebody. Ugh, I know. Relatable. Except now, these days, I feel like nobody I'm like, do you have a son? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, that is so me. I know. I'm like, I don't know anybody who's set up these days, but whatever. Oh, actually, I did that with someone, and they're going strong, so shout out. Oh, yes, matchmaker Danny. <laughs> I love it. Actually, um, my friend's friend met her boyfriend at our live show two years ago, ah! and they're still together. So shout out to us, I feel oh, like. <laughs> okay, love is in the air. Truly. We're married, Tyler Moore. We're going to make it after all. <laughs> we are, we are. So <laughs> We're both crying. We're, we're like, no, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be okay. So Pat was an electrical engineer who was working for a company. It's funny because in the article, they go into how this was like a startup, but it was uh, Texas Instruments. And oh. maybe you've heard of their calculators. They love your work. Yeah. If you've ever taken the SATs and cried in one of their calculators or tried to write yes. your cheat codes in the sleeve of it. So you know what? If Pat invented the sleeve, shout out. Wait, I love that you were writing cheat codes in the sleeve because they were clearing our calculators in high school because you can like input things into the actual calculator. Mm-hmm. Like I forget how, but using certain You always functions. have to refresh it. Yeah. They would clear it. And you, you can't refresh your sleeve. You can't. 
That's genius. And then you, because you would walk in with it on it, and you, because like sometimes they would get jammed. I'd be like, oh, it's jammed. I can't. Oh, wow, that's genius. I never. Still, like, was never great at math, but so that's how you know I needed that. Yeah, facts. I needed that. <laughs> so he was working for Texas Instruments, and he was five years older than Candy. And they went on a date across the river in Juarez, and Candy later described it as the dullest date in her life. Wow. But I guess Girl. something went right, because at the end of the date, she decided to go on a second one, and they dated a few more times and wrote each other long letters. Okay. Until Pat decided to propose, and she agreed for reasons unknown, I feel like. Uh, uh, yeah. Because he was rich. Good for him. Good for you. You look happy and healthy. But yeah, so they did get married and they moved to Dallas and started their life together. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. They kind of were just setting up. I feel like they both are just ready to have, like, you know, that classic life of having some kids, being married, going to church, having little barbecues, if you will. Sounds relaxing. Sounds like a, sounds like a vibe. Um, so Candy then met Betty, though, the uh, woman of uh, that uh, kind of gets more involved, the victim, yes, uh, at the Methodist Church of Lucas, which was a worship institution controlled by women. Which was a kind of, like, I didn't really know that this was a subsection of, like, church back then, so it was kind of interesting to read about that. Uh, Candy was very involved in the church and was part of a lot of the events there. She kind of was, like, what's that called? Oh, class mom of life. Like, she really was the woman setting up the baked goods, having everything all set up, kind of just, like, running a lot of shows. I was going to say, like, the woman about town. Like Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, she was pretty popular in the church, at least from the Texas Monthly articles. Another funny thing that they did in Texas Monthly that I feel like you could only get away with at the time this article was written, but they spent <laughs> so much time going into the way these women looked. Oh, and I don't yeah, even think yeah. it was accurate. They were like, Betty Gore had a Hollywood smile and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. I mean, wh- I don't even know what that means. And and they said yeah, some shit about What is a Hollywood Katie smile? Too. Yeah. Like, what, what does that mean? And And... They said some, like, I don't know, funny stuff about Candy, too. And I was just like, all right, this is not this necessary. Is not they, they go all in over there. <laughs> yeah, it is a good read. But some of the yeah. things they spend time on, it's yeah. kind of like, all right. <laughs> wow. This is a situation that you can't even write because it's like a high school musical. Yep, facts. In the summer of 1978, Candy and Alan Gore, Betty's husband, we're playing volleyball at the church, and they went for the same ball, because I guess it's volleyball, it's only and uh, collided. Um, it was, it I was have done that lo- many a time in my intramural volleyball leagues, and let me tell you, it did not spark any romances. <laughs> I didn't know you, oh, you, I forgot you do intramural volleyball. Yeah. Wow, is anyone having affairs there? I don't think we're old enough. Although this is so. Texas, Candy was 29 when she had this affair, which is mind-blowing to me, but... That's true. Yeah, this is New York City, so. Uh, no one is, yeah, everyone's like, oh my God, what, what was it, the Broad City? 28, I'm a child bride? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Facts. 
So apparently, apparently, at this point, she'd been talking to her friends about wanting to have an affair, which I didn't know that was like a lot. Like, I'm like, what's wild to me is how indiscreet this lady was. Like, she goes around telling her friends she wants to have an affair. In the show, she tells one of her friends who it is. Um, There's no indication, I feel like, from what I read that that happened. But, like, none of these friends are like, girl, go to therapy. They're like, all right, good for you. Like, are you sure? And I love to, they're like, divorce is the worst thing you can do. Just cheat on your husband. It's like, huh? I feel, that okay. seems very Texas. I feel that, yes. <laughs> Mazel to Jesse Mueller, who was the friend in uh, the show, who I do love. Nice. Amazing singer. Look, Google her after this episode. Look up Jesse Mueller. Used to be mine. The Tonys. You'll weep. So good. Yeah, because she wanted to shake up her very boring life with her husband. And she was saying that she wants like fireworks and drama and all of this uh, stuff going on. Well, I guess less drama, more so the fireworks, but then the drama ensued. And so Alan was also very involved in this church. He sang in the choir, was part of the sports team, of course, because that's where they met. And he was always around. So they were really just kind of like in this circle of the church. One night after choir practice, Alan was getting into his car when Candy came up to, like literally just walked up to him and told him that she wanted to talk to him about something that had been bothering her. Ballsy, ballsy on the court, Candy. Uh, she got in the car and told him that she was very attracted to him. He didn't really react, but then a few weeks later, she just came out and asked him if he was interested in having an affair. I love the directness. I think we ladies need to adopt more of this. <laughs> just shot. ask. Yeah. Exactly. Ask for what you want. Just go for it. You miss 100% of the affairs you don't try to have. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess is the best. Wayne Gretzky dash Candy Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a little hesitant duh, uh, because he thought it would be unfair to Betty no shit uh, who had just gotten pregnant so yeah, Alan went back and forth whether to do it or not for weeks and then he finally agreed but before anything happened Candy made this long list of rules for the affair which included I mean like you know she was so excited at Staples or Michael's like going to get like like a highlighter and Sharpie to write all this out she and like, like butcher paper for her pros and cons yeah. list. Literally, that true, happened. True. It was like Rory Gilmore vibes. Yeah, like he came to her house and she had this, like all this, this big sheet of butcher paper on the wall with like pros, cons, and like had it all written out. That's, I love a type A planner. Why were they able to do all this? Oh, because Candy's husband was working and Betsy was pregnant taking care of kids. So well, she <laughs> was also working as a teacher. So they would always oh, that's meet true. Like, during the work day. That's so messed up. Oh. Yeah, I know. Uh, so there, the rules included no emotional involvement, splitting all expenses equally, meeting only Tuesdays or Thursdays once every two weeks. And Candy wanted to make lunch on the days that they met. Because, like, they would meet during his lunch breaks because he could take mm. long lunches. So she was like, well, I guess I guess their thinking was he needs to actually eat lunch on his lunch break or else his coworkers would get suspicious. And it That's would true. save time if she brought the mm. lunch. There you go. She brought it. And she would also, like, go and reserve the motel room in advance and, like, wait for him there. And, like, set up the lunch. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, I mean, they did this. They have these rules. They all went on. For about six months. Here's the interesting thing to me. And I guess this was back in the day where like there was less, there's no like sweet green around. Like you don't yeah. have like a quick lunch. 
But like she would make lasagna, roast chicken, and beef teriyaki. Who is trying? You'd get dirty no, down and dirty. No, it's so true. Without, I'm like, I'm just why like, not just bring a sandwich? Right? That's why I got like, I'm like, oh, you're going to feed me lasagna and then we're going to have a quick, I'm going to be asleep. If I have right. Well, they would also eat before, which is the weirdest That's, thing to me. Like, right? why would you eat right before? I'm like, is there toothpaste? Is there exactly. like. Exactly. It's a uh, motel. And acid. Yes, it was the uh, Como Motel. It was kind of a Como place. over. Yeah. Como um, over. And that's why I'm also, I'm like, I'm eating lasagna, like, on a, like, queen bed. Like, what is happening here? All very bizarre. Yeah, on, like, sh- a shitty motel, like, bedspread or whatever, because they probably didn't have a table in there. No! Jesus. And when, that, was, that was the thing on the show. Like, they have, like, I was like, this is not, this is not the motels I know. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. But when Betty was going to give birth, because, remember, she was pregnant, to the new child, Alan then decided to Candy, oh, we should stop the affair for a while. Maybe he randomly wanted to be a parent and a husband. Who knew? Who knew? Who knows? Uh, after Betty gave birth, though, they went back to it, but Alan was feeling more and more guilty and started to seem a little disconnected to the affair. Candy then ultimately decided to end it for good. This kind of gives me the vibe where it's like, when like you're about to get fired, so you quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's exactly what it was because um, Alan really wanted to end it, but he honestly just didn't have a spine. And yeah, it's like yeah, when you don't want to be the person who dumps the other person, so you mm-hmm. kind of make it think it was their idea, but it wasn't. Like they didn't really want it. And like also, that's a risky game because I know some people that are like low key close to marriage who I'm just like, you guys are just. Too afraid to dump each other. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, Candy, yeah. So she ultimately decided to end it for good, and she wouldn't call him or try to see him again. And that was that, or so we thought. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Even though the affair ended, Candy and Alan still went to the same church and, you know, would, like, interact. And they're also Betty and Alan's oldest daughter was really good friends with Candy and Pat's daughter. So that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. 
So one weekend in 1980, um, Betty had given birth to their newborn, Bethany, and Alan had to travel to Minnesota for work, even though Betty was afraid of being alone. He promised that he would call her constantly to check in on her, and that was a kind of pain point in their marriage. Like, Betty really hated when Alan would leave to travel. Yeah, that's fair. Well, also, because it's not like you don't have a cell phone. Yeah. You also have to work. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So the first red flag happened when he called her from the airport before he got on his flight, but he couldn't get a hold of her. Nobody picked up the phone. And he tried to reach her all day, but couldn't get through, and then started to get worried. So he called Candy and asked her if she'd seen Betty, and Candy mentioned that she'd been over in the morning to pick up a swimsuit for their other daughter, uh, but everything seemed fine. And Alan kept trying to reach her. Nobody was picking up, getting more and more worried. He called his neighbors and then convinced one of them to go over to the house and check out if everything was okay. And they went a few times. So the first time they went, they were like, uh, you know, I rang the doorbell, nobody answered, or I knocked, nobody answered. And then they came back. And then they were like, the car's in the garage. And then a few hours later, Alan was like, okay, no, I need you to really do whatever you need to do, like get in this house, figure out what's going on. So finally, Mm -hmm. um, this guy, Richard, who was their realtor, who sold them the house, Jerry, who was like another neighbor, and then Lester, they all went over to the house. And they found the front door open, and they instantly knew that something was wrong. They found the newborn alone in a crib, crying and whimpering. Um, Which is so I also think, you know, like I read in the article that she obviously had like an accident. And and it was just like she was so distraught. And um, so Richard Parker took the baby back to his house across the street and told his wife to call the police and knock the door. The rest of them kept looking in the house and eventually found Betty's body in the utility room. And there was a lot of blood. It was really difficult to look at. She was laying in a dark pool, completely unrecognizable. And they really didn't look at her for that long because it was so horrific of a sight. So initially they thought Betty had been shot and they called Alan and said basically as much. Um, But they just didn't know. And also a three-foot-long axe was found in the room as well. So they... You told Alan, called the police. Um, Alan also called Candy to tell her. So, of course, after all of this, police, like, immediately started to investigate because it clearly was a crime scene, a murder scene. And Candy did emerge as a suspect kind of from the jump because she was the last person to see Betty alive because she said even to Alan, like, oh, I went over this morning to get a swimsuit. So kind of just before anybody knowing all the additional details, she would kind of be, like, a likely person to want to talk to. Mm-hmm. As preparation for the trial, Candy was hypnotized by Dr. Fred Faison, a Houston uh, psychiatrist who was tasked with finding out the truth of what happened. Uh, TBT to like hypnotisms being used for... Yeah, like nuts. (laughs) Yeah. We don't totally know the nitty gritty of what happened during those sessions, but according to those hypnosis sessions, this is the best reconstruction of the events that transpired. Candy went over to the house that morning to get a swimsuit for their daughter, who was staying over. Betty greeted her and welcomed her in. They like, talked for a bit, you know, just kind of friendly. At some point during the conversation, Betty did ask Candy, apparently, Candy, are you having an affair with Alan? Candy denied it, but Betty responded with, but you did, didn't you? She knew. She knew. Tuesdays and Thursdays at church. like. Well, yeah, and I think there were like, they, Betty and Alan, like, weren't having sex that regularly, and there was a mm-hmm. time where uh, 
Alan and Candy had met at the hotel, and then like later that night, Betty like tried to initiate, which she never did because she was pretty reserved. And Alan was just like, "Oh no, I'm I'm spent." Like what? So he kind of rejected her, mm. and that was really upsetting. Yeah. So I think she eventually started to realize that something was up. Which again, also Candy talked about this. So like, I'm, I don't know, like if there was a grapevine getting around town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, then Candy admitted it, and Betty got up and went to the utility room. After a few seconds, she appeared in the living room holding an axe and said, "Don't see him again." Okay. At this point, apparently Betty just put the axe down and grabbed the swimsuit. And right before leaving, though, Candy said, "Oh, Betty, I'm so sorry." And at this point, Betty erupted. I mean... Fair! I can't blame her. Like, that... Wow. Take some guts. An adult saying, oh, I'm sorry that I've been hooking up with your husband yeah. while you're here taking care of a baby. Yeah, that's bold. <laughs> and also on the flip side, I'm sorry your husband's a piece of shit who's hooking up with me yeah. while you have a baby. All right. So then Betty, after she erupted, she pushed Candy into the utility room and said, I've got to kill you. Again... All from Candy's recollection and hypnosis, so that is what she said. Right, so I feel like you have to take this with a large grain of salt. A grain of salt and some lime and a margarita. Yes, I was going to say, and some tequila, just take it all. And a margarita. Uh, (laughs) Then Betty swung the axe, but uh, still instant hotel, the best show ever. Then Betty swung the axe at her, but missed, just nipping her toe. After that, they both struggled to gain control of the axe, and eventually Candy got it. Candy then managed to swing the axe at Betty and hit her on the back of the head. And then, of course, this is when blood started to gush out. And at this point, Candy tried to leave the room, but Betty apparently slammed her body against the door and wouldn't budge. This lady was still alive, allegedly. Trying to keep her in. After an axe wound to the head. Truly fighter. At this point, yeah. So they struggled for a bit more and kept slipping on the linoleum floor. That was wet with blood, so truly everywhere. As Betty kept losing blood, though, she kept getting weaker and weaker, and Candy kept pleading for Betty to let her go. And at this point, Betty said, shh. Mm -hmm. This triggered Candy as the hypnosis revealed that the shh was linked to childhood trauma about a time that Candy's mother took her to the hospital over a broken jar. Because she broke the jar because she was mad that some boy had beat her in a race. I don't know what the jar is about, but that's what the deal was with that. So yeah. apparently they're saying that, I guess, if anyone shh Candy, she would erupt into... Uh, I mean, how did you survive school? Like, what? <laughs> how do you ever go to the library? And also, you don't get shushed at church? Isn't <laughs> that the main thing of church? <laughs> Facts. Oh, my God. Drew. I feel church is mainly just people going, shh, and amen. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> from my experience, back in the day. <sighs> so upon hearing this shush, that really was like a trauma point for Candy, allegedly... Candy took the axe and went into a rage, hitting Betty over and over with it. They found 41 chop boots on the body. And 40 of those were delivered while um, her heart was still beating. Yeah. Candy gave this account in court and the trial only lasted eight days. And Sarah, what came of all this? After a brief deliberation, the jury found her not guilty on both murder and voluntary manslaughter counts. And what I want to know is like, Because this didn't happen in the long-form article. Like, were there any forensic experts? Like, did anybody testify? Did the blood match this story at all? Was it smeared all over the house, as you would expect, if they're struggling over this axe? It just, like... Yeah, did they just take hypnosis and they were like, well... Right? Sounds good to me. Like, 
what what sort of corroboration went into this? Because I need to know. Mm. I need to know Candy's lawyers and to see how many other cases they've won because assuming it's a lot. Yeah. So after the trial, Candy and Pat left Texas. They moved to Georgia to do the faraway land of Georgia. On that midnight train. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To escape the outrage from the community. And four years after that, Pat and Candy divorced. Candy went back to her maiden name. And she's still alive, living in Georgia, 72 years old, working as a therapist. Uh, 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 If you live in Georgia. Oh, my God. If Candy Wheeler's in therapy. And you are in therapy. Yeah. Good on you for being in therapy. But double check the Yelp reviews and the last names and switch them. That is wild. I don't know what it would take for me to have to go see a therapist who murdered someone. Right? Well, I guess no one, because it's like, I guess you would never assume to, like, Google. Well, I guess I would Google I Google therapy. all I my Google. doctors. Like, yeah. I'll try to ZocDoc them, but... And now that she went back to Candy Wheeler, you could still find that. That's true. That is pretty wild. Yeah, and weirdly, she did not want to be that involved in the Hulu show. I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> fair, Weird. fair. She's kind of like, no, I'm actually good on that. But thank you. But it is kind of insane that, like, this happened and then good to go. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Candace Wheeler is a therapist in Dawsonville, Georgia. Wow. Daltonville? They probably don't have a lot of therapists over there. Or, yeah, Dawsonville. Oh, Dawsonville. Wow. Okay. I'm like, what's her ZocDoc reviews? No, right, literally. They were like, uh... Yeah, uh, she has. She did get accused of killing her friend. Is one of the reviews. So wait, really? It says that, or that was on um, this website, redredial.net, where it was talking about her as a therapist. Wow, wow! I can't believe it. I feel like we should make an appointment with her. <laughs> Just MS, a license. Oh, yeah, she's a licensed professional counselor. Okay. Alrighty then. I wonder if she's going to get an influx of people like trying to make appointments with her after this show. I would be very curious about that. Wow. It's pretty wild. I will say, I don't really, I don't know why this story needs two separate adaptations. No. It also seems like one movie is perfectly sufficient. The fact that they dragged this out somehow into like an entire multi-episode show just feels and like if too this much. could be to blame for Yellow Jackets being delayed in any sense, Melanie Linsky's oh, right? show on Showtime that is so good. That's true. I'll be very pissed off. I do love Yellow Ooh, Jackets. There's a, there's a George. It's so good. There's a the Georgia Racing Hall of Fame is in Dawsonville. So I mean, the Racing guys, Hall of Fame. Yeah, if you're looking, and a flo- they have a florist and a thrift store. Oh, maybe okay. she's living her best life. The fuck? Okay. She just goes thrifting and getting flowers, and then like. Doing therapy in some sense. Love it. I mean, we have a pretty all right life too because we have Jorge <laughs> with a great game for us. Yes, we haven't been acquitted of murder charges. I can't believe they <laughs> yeah. didn't even get her on the manslaughter charge. Nothing! That is pretty wild to me. Anyway. Insane. All right, so for today's game, I took the palate cleanser moniker of our games a little literally, and we're going to be playing a game called I Want Candy. Yes. This is how it's going to work. 
I have scoured the internet for some famous candies and candy bars and Ooh. found their slogans. So, one at a oh, time, shoot. I'm going to give you a slogan without the candy name, of course. I'm going to give you a fill in the blank for what the slogan is. And you will have to tell me what candy this slogan belongs to. Oh, that's fun. And then there will be a special bonus question for that candy bar. Are oh. we ready to play? Let's go. I am. I'm I'm actually like bad at candy. I like savory more. <laughs> I'm worried. Really? Huh. Interesting. Oh, give me Doritos. Like Doritos over anything else, yes. I think I'm candy is the best food group. So Really? What what is what is better than candy? Food group. The top of the pyramid where they're like, don't eat this. <laughs> I feel candy's hard because like you just get like two, well, maybe I just eat too fast. So maybe that's I like chocolate. I don't really like candy. Well, Sarah, if you like chocolate, this question is for you. Great. You will go first. Ooh. Okay. Number one, there is no wrong way to eat a blank. Which candy does this belong to? Rhesus. That is correct. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, oh, that's board. I do love a peanut butter moment, so I guess that is a, yeah. Twix used to be my favorite. I like Twix, but I think Reese's is actually my favorite. I've been, uh, they make all types of insane varieties now. There's a Reese's cup that has Reese's pieces inside of it. Like, holy, it's pretty much, we're we're living in 2015. Wait, I haven't tried that. It's pretty good. They have one with pretzels in it too. I, the CVS near me has the best candy, so. I always thought we wild. would have flying cars by now, no. but Reese's Pieces, <laughs> just inside have... Reese's Pieces is no. way Reese's better. Reception. Could you imagine the gas price on a fucking flying car if it's $10 <laughs> for regular imagine. for a Toyota oh Camry? It's like $10 in LA, my friend said. All right, Sarah, you are on the board Woo. with one point. And here is your oh. bonus question. Ooh. What movie blew up Reese's Pieces popularity in the United States? When it came out in 1982. Oh, why do I Not multiple choice. Not multiple choice. I just choice. have to guess. Yep. Lord. 1982? 1982. And it was very, very notable that the kids were eating. <gasps> I just gave you a big hint. I was but thinking that. Eating I don't pieces. remember, but I'm going to just go with the Sandlot, but I don't think that's right. That is incorrect. The correct movie was E.T. Oh. Yeah. Good one. Okay. And famously, there's another candy on this list that had the opportunity to become the candy in that movie, and they denied it. They were like, not not for us. And Reese swooped in and got all the glory and became one of the best-known candies in the U.S. because of it. All right. Damn. I mean, silver lining, I think all the candies are now owned by the same company. (laughs) 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 All right, Danny, this is for you. This is your slogan. Two for me, none for you. Is that Twix? That is correct, Danny. Well done. It is Twix. And here's your bonus trivia question. What two words does Twix combine to make its name? Oh, um, Twist and Biscuit? Oh, so close. That's fine. Oh, really? So close. It was Twin Biscuits. Oh! Wow. Oh, so Damn. close, Danny. Okay. Half a point. Half a point. Okay. Whew. Oh, Twin Biscuits. That's adorable. That's cuter than Twin. Twin Biscuits, yeah. Uh, originally, this candy was made in the UK, so they used biscuits as, you know, cookies. 
Yes. And then Twin Biscuits as the Twix. All right, Sarah, it is back to you. And here is your slogan. That's rich. That's rich? Okay. Uh, Fuck. I'll just go with uh, Payday. Oh, not quite. Is it Baby Ruth? You had the right idea. The correct answer is 100 grand. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right, here's your bonus question, Sarah. What How much did a 100 grand bar cost when it was first introduced? Was it five cents, 10 cents, or a dollar? 10 cents? That is correct, Yay. Sarah. You got it, 10 cents. I actually, I've never had this candy bar, and the main reason why I know of it is because of that episode of The Office. In which Michael Scott goes to business school and writes a whole lecture for students with candy bars. That's so funny. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> but um, there's also, I found a fun fact, which is apparently it's a pretty well-known or was a pretty well-known gag for radio stations to hold contests offering 100 grand. Wow. And people would call in oh, and like do wow. all these elaborate things to get a 100 grand. And then the radio host would be like, ha here you go. Here's your 100 grand and hand them a candy bar. And one woman actually oh. sued <laughs> a station in California. Wow. That's so petty. She said that she had made promises to her kids that she could no longer keep <laughs> after that she thought like she won. That seems like a personal problem. That's, that's not a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she she did win and uh, was awarded just five grand. So it wasn't the full hundred grand, okay. but you know, she won she won the five k. And the radio stations were forced to never promise one hundred grand and offer a candy bar instead. Okay, okay. Well, that just That's shows that one person yeah, not having a sense of humor ruins all the fun. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> bay, bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Danny. This is your slogan. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Oh, um, M&M's, right? That's correct, Danny. Well done. And it also 50 cents. <laughs> uh, here is your bonus question. In which in states <laughs> were M&M's originally produced? Hmm. Was it Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Virginia, or North Carolina? I'm really going with Pennsylvania here. Oh, that is incorrect. And I thought you would know this, Danny, because the correct answer is New Jersey. Oh, wow. Shut the fuck up. What? Yep. Where? I don't know. Some factory in New Jersey. We do not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel New like uh, that should be a, a better known fun fact if your state produces. Yeah, oh, wow. Crayola is Pennsylvania. Oh, I don't know why. Pennsylvania is like oh, all the Hershey okay. stuff. So I feel like it's a fair guess. Oh, right? sure. true. And now, I mean, shout out to 50 Cent for making that slogan famous. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, this is back to you. Okay. The slogan is, isn't life juicy? Um, Starburst. That is correct. Sarah, you really know your candy, huh? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, what was Starburst's original name when it was first invented? Was it square juice? Ew. Twinkling stars? Uh, opal fruits? Uh. Or fruit cubes? I hate all of those. These are horrible. <laughs> I'm going to go with opal fruits. That is correct, what? Sarah. Well said. <laughs> it was <laughs> opal fruits and not square juice. Ew. <laughs> oh. I'm glad it changed it. Wow. So this was introduced to the market by Peter Pfeffer in the UK, and he entered them into a candy competition under the name Opal Fruits and won the mm. whole thing 
and took home five pounds That's for it? his invention. Yep. What? Five pounds. Did he? Does he get the money now, or did well, he just give it to the dead? The creator. But, yes, oh, the whole he, five dollars. Does do his mean? great grandkid get to go to Ibiza and do cocaine because his parent, <laughs> his like his ancestor did that? I hope so. I hope. Well, it was the beginning of a very, very successful career for Opal Fruits, a.k.a. Okay. Starburst. So Good for them. Peter Pfeffer got his tea. proper reward in the end. Okay. Shout out to his grandchildren. All right, Danny. Here is the okay. next slogan. At work, rest, and play, you get three great tastes in a blank. Hmm. There is a little bit of a rhyme here. I'll say it again. At work, rest, and play, you get three great tastes in a... Payday? Oh, no, it is not. Damn. The correct answer was Milky Way. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, okay. And here is your bonus question. What would you take out of a Snickers bar in order to get a Milky Way? The, the nuts. The nuts, that is correct, Yeah. So that's why I hated Milky Ways because they were just like you just like yeah bite you don't get so, the like asphalt. That's why I don't love a Three Musketeers. Oh. It's just kind of like well, Three Musketeers is actually even a it's, lesser you take out ingredient. The caramel. Exactly. So Milky Way is chocolate, nougat, and caramel. Yeah. Uh, mm. You add nuts, you get a Snickers, and if you take out the caramel, you get a Three Musketeers. So it's just yeah. chocolate and nougat, and it's yeah. just like it's not Damn. enough. You know, it doesn't really right. have Who that. Is that? Bite, that it's crunch. just like fluffy fake chocolate. Uh. Yeah. No, yeah, the only, like, the bite-sized Milky Way, because you just, like, pop them. And then yeah, that's good, true, those are good. That's true, yeah. same with the Three Musketeers. They had good commercials back in the day, too. That's true. Uh, yeah. I did find out that the Milky up. Way, contrary to popular belief, is not named after the galaxy. <laughs> How? It's oh. actually named for a drink back in the 50s or 60s that was called malted milk, which was offered that as... Baby formula. <laughs> that sounds like NASA was suing them. Yeah. And like, no. Like, it okay. was, no. What? I don't know. Milky Way. <laughs> Malted milk. <laughs> sure. All right, Sarah, this is back to you. And you do have a little bit of a lead here, but it's a very close Ooh. game. Uh-oh. It is four to three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, this is your question or your slogan. The Great American Chocolate Bar. Oh, good Lord. Baby Ruth. That is incorrect, Sarah. The correct answer was, of course, Hershey's God, chocolate is, bar. No. Yeah, it is the Great American Chocolate Bar. Uh, All right, here's your bonus question: How many chocolate squares does a regular size Hershey's bar have? Fifteen. Incorrect. Okay. The correct answer was twelve. No. It has four rows <gasps> of three little squares. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Do you guys like Hershey's chocolate bars? No, no. it's garbage. I think they're really they're bad. So trash. They're not bad, yeah. but it's just like if I'm going to eat candy, I'm not going to go with that. Again, they're for s'mores. Great amusement right, bars. They're for though. s'mores. Yes. And I do think chocolate bars have gotten so much better across the years. Have you guys tried those little squares, Richter chocolate squares? No. They're delicious. They come like hazelnuts and like figs and all these super interesting oh. flavors. They're so good. Wait, you know what would be so good to do an episode on? There was there were these two guys, I want to say from Brooklyn, but I could be wrong on that. But they claim to have started this like artisanal um, chocolate brand. Like but they were actually just buying chocolate and like relabeling it. Shut <laughs> up. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot about this. And now I think they do still own the company. And now I think it's more legit That's is what so I've been funny. told. I'm going to Google this. Chocolate scammers. Wait. 
Interesting. I've also feel like as I got older, I like dark chocolate more now too. Yeah, I agree like, with that. I agree with that. And yeah, milk chocolate yeah. has I don't like it as much anymore. I wonder how many things you could get away with just buying and relabeling them. <laughs> it's called oh, that wine guy did whatever. it. That's so okay. funny. Wine, I don't know how essential to... oils, Is it, right, right. Lotion, yeah. <laughs> Lotion. All right. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Well, Danny, here is your next slogan. It's more than a mouthful. It's what? More than a mouthful. It's um. Oh, was that like jawbreaker? That is incorrect. The correct answer was what you call it. Boo! Because it's like <laughs> mouthful. You know, yes. Like uh, uh, saying it a uh, oh, no, no, no. I get it. I've I never heard it. of that candy. I don't I get what, what they were going for. <laughs> It's pretty clever. I like it. Yeah. Ooh, All right, Danny, here's your bonus question. This is a little hard, and I'm sorry, but when the Whatchamacallit <laughs> was launched, it came with a companion bar. What was the name of that bar? And I will give you a little hint here. It is a similarly named candy bar. It mm, also has a name that kind of follows the Whatchamacallit uh, aesthetic, if you will. Okay, which is so good because I don't know what this candy is, so I really know it's aesthetic. Um, <laughs> Whatchamacallit... In in name, it's a, no, it's oh. so you were so That's close. That's so good. That's Think, a good guess. Thingamajig. It was oh! a thingamajig. Oh! Thingam- I'm going to give you another half point. What? Danny. Come on. That was very close, Sarah. <laughs> thingamajig. Was, sorry, thingamajig. I don't even know what a, I don't even know what a, what I'm gonna call it is. So, <laughs> um, so the thingamajig is a crispy chocolate peanut butter bar. That sounds delicious. Which sounds actually very good. And then whatchamacallit is a it's a, like a crunchy. It's almost like a like a crunch. But also has stuff inside. Oh, that sounds great. Why does this look like that. a protein bar? Does that still exist? Probably because protein exist. bars are candy. All right. Yep. All right. Well, good. there's two more questions left, and ladies and gents, we have a tie game. It is four to four. So Ooh. anyone's game. Sarah, here is your question. Yep. Put a blank in your mouth and get a bang out of life. The fuck. <laughs> wow, I'm protesting my loss in this game. This is bullshit. Put a blank in your mouth. Okay. And get and what happens to you? Get a bang. You get a bang for your bug. Okay, sounds oh, like something gun related. And that is a yikes. Oh god. A it, bang. it is not. It is not. Oh, pop rocks? Oh no, it was the right guess, but the correct answer was tic tac. What? Tic tac. Come on, nobody's mouth. getting a bang out of life from a, a tic tac. <laughs> Give me a break. Okay, but the the orange ones are like candy to me. Those yeah, the orange ones oh, do slap, so but otherwise good. they're breath mints. Well, Boo. you do not get a point, but here is your bonus question. How many calories does a Tic Tac have? Five. That is incorrect. Fuck. It was two. Two oh, calories. It's fine. barely a calorie. Shout out sure. to everybody who did Weight Watchers in middle school. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did you ever do the thing? I never was able to do it where like you could like tilt it to its side and it like, because that's, it was like a dispenser. What do you mean? Yes. Yes. I do know what you're saying. And the I box? found that out. Yes. The, the, the little lid has a little like tic-tac sized slot in it. So you just tilt it to the side and like a perfect tic-tac comes out every time. Huh. I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds cool. You have to like, if the tic-tac's like this, you have to flip it on its side. And then when it opens, it like comes out. It would never really work oh, for me, but that's, that's kind of fun. It's cool. Yeah. All right, Danny, this is your Fuck. game to lose because you have even points with Sarah and 
one more question left. It's a left. conspiracy. And Sarah's <laughs> not going to be happy about this one because nope. I do think this might be maybe the easiest one. But Ew. here we go. The slogan oh, is, say it with a kiss. Come oh, on. Hershey's, Hershey's kiss. That is correct, Danny. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Every kiss begins with hey. Well, that yes. Uh, <laughs> here's your bonus question, which um, is irrelevant, but here we go. In what decade in the 1900s okay. were kisses first produced? Why do I want to say the 40s? Incorrect. It's actually way older than that. The first Hershey's Kiss was produced in 1907. Hmm. So it was in the O's. The O's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I feel like it's just like a cheap way to sell a lot of chocolate at a small amount. Exactly. And it's very oh, simple. It's just chocolate. You know, it's not. I know. Another one I don't love. Yeah. There's, they've come out with a bunch of very delicious flavors sw- lately. The swirls. There's yeah. swirls. Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream Those Hershey's slap. Kiss is to die for. And there's also a birthday cake um, Hershey's Kiss, which is delicious as well. They're very, they're very sweet. I, like I will those. say that. But they okay, are delicious. Nice. They're the and they're so small. Oh. You don't feel too bad eating one here. Like you just pop. And do you do you guys chew them or melt them? <laughs> what melt? I don't chew. What? You, you just wait till it melts in your mouth. I've never That's not chewed them. What? What? <laughs> no, I would always. Chew, I would. I would um, alternate. I would. Chew, I would chew them too. But then my teeth are so hard, so that I just let them melt. I didn't realize there was an alternate way of eating Hershey's Kisses. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm oh, yeah. gonna have to go get some right now. That actually sounds amazing. Well, Danny, you have won the game. I want candy. You are the winner of today's game. Sarah, you did a great job. I'm very salty. It was a very close game. Um, (laughs) Danny ended up winning by just a singular singular point. That's what I'm saying. If you didn't get two half points. One Weight Watchers point. We would have (laughs) tied. You should have gone halfway with some of your answers. Yeah, you could have. You could have tied. You could have, you this could have is like how yourself. Candy took chances to ask for the affair. You could have oh taken chances. <laughs> That's answers. funny. See, it's all about life lessons here. <laughs> that is very funny. Ugh, well, I feel like I need a Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> or a Take Five. Honestly, those are my favorite candy, but they're kind of hard to find. But they're I really good. I haven't seen one of those in years. So yeah, you just go to like an older, like yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'll like go a to train Dylan's station candy, candy bodega. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan's Candy Bar, I hate that place so much. The same. <laughs> it's so uh, disgusting. I'm like, in this episode's watching. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, if you guys, now I really want to do that mass chocolate one, but if you guys have any other crimes you want us to cover, let us know in Not Another True Crime group on Facebook or on Instagram at Not Another True Crime. You can follow me at Casual Danny, Casual with a K. Follow me at Sarah Lameem, and we will be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to natc at betches.com. Betches.